What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ. And his guest that never left, Sarah. And you're listening to Broadway with AJ. And Sarah. And we're back. Hello. <laughs> okay, we need to address the, the sound issues because people Why are going to... you keep saying this? No, because I Nobody feel like... Nobody gives a shit. I feel like people are like probably used to it by now, but like you're okay, our designated yeah. listener. Okay, I am our designated listener because... I don't know. AJ apparently is too busy to like turn on our podcast in the car like a normal human. Um, and last week, so we, the good news is we've been having some really awesome people come on as interviewees and stuff. And we've been looking for a way to make it so that we can have, you know, over four people because that's kind of what our capacity was currently channels wise. Mm -hmm. And we were looking for an option to do more than that. So I got like a, another new soundboard because I have like this giant soundboard. It's like 36 channels. It's great, but I'm not going to lug that thing around. No. I already have like this suitcase now. In the vintage suitcase. Oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. And I feel like a young Maria Von Trapp, but um, it's so heavy. And so then I'm doing this thing where I'm like trying to walk in, look casual and cute, but it's, it's my workout for the day. Yeah. I need to switch hands so I'm not lopsided <laughs> in my arm muscle. But anyways, last week we tried this new smaller soundboard, you know, something in the middle. And I don't know, like. It's not like I'm, I'm not a professional at sound, but, um, I've done enough things over the years where I feel like I should have been able to get rid of the little fuzz that there was. And it was just still kind of there. So last week, um, we had a great time with Tressa and Andrew, but I feel like, I feel like honestly, most of you don't care and that's okay. We love you for that. <laughs> They're like, we love your content. We love listening to you play cahoots. Um, but yeah, we're, we're. We gave that the old college try and it just did not work last week. So here we are back to our more tried and true. I feel, like it, I feel like it hasn't been just us in a while either. It has <clears throat> not. Because the last few weeks we've had guests or whatever. And we do have some exciting things coming up, which we already kind of talked about last week. But um, so. Okay. It, so tell <laughs> them what we saw last week. <laughs> it happened. Okay. It finally <laughs> happened. We went to a straight play. Whose idea was this, by the way? This was Tressa. This was Tressa's idea. This was hundred and ten percent Tressa. I have. <laughs> I, will I would not have gone to see the show otherwise. Mm -hmm. And then AJ just like came along, so he ride. wouldn't have FOMO. And <laughs> and I don't know that I would have had FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> and as it turned out, he almost didn't come because he got in a car accident. He's fine. Oh, no, I'm fine. But yes, it was traumatic. Yeah, um, and I he was just feeling depressed, ticket. and he was like, <laughs> I know, because the first thing, you're like, I'm not in a good mood. Okay, <laughs> it's good to see you too, sir. <laughs> I tried to, you know, be positive, but, um, okay, well, well I will say. Horrible. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say. For being an actor, that was a really crappy job at being positive. <laughs> okay, so overall, I, like, reflecting on it, I don't think it was terrible. Like, I. So we went, to, we still haven't said what we saw. Oh, yes. So we, we went to Silicon Valley Shakespeare. And saw. The, and saw Shakespeare in Love, which by what you guys said, is not technically Shakespeare. No, it's not untechnically Shakespeare. It's, it's just not Shakespeare. It's not Shakespeare. So it's, but it's it felt a, like Shakespeare. Yeah, it was a play based on the movie Shakespeare in Love and kept pretty true to the, the movie's plot points and whatnot. Um, but it's not Shakespeare. It's a, a show about Shakespeare. Got but it. a lot of like Shakespeare companies don't just only do Shakespeare. They do do other plays kind of in that vein or style. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know anything about it. I assumed that it, you know, I, I knew that Shakespeare was going to be in it. And, you know, that was pretty much all I knew. Did you know he um, was going to be in love? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, um, thinking about it now. No, just kidding. Um, I, th- I thought it was good. I thought that um, it, so there was, there was like principal roles and then there was a bunch of like ensemble characters, but I don't even mm-hmm. really feel like, so there was, there was mainly really like just a few principals because there was Shakespeare and then Viola. Yeah. And that's um, the, the woman he falls in love with. Yes. And, and then the rest of them are all just kind of supporting roles, I would say. Yeah, but there were like, I feel like there were, there were several roles that like still were predominant in the show mm-hmm. that um, they were predominant in the show, but they were not, you know, Shakespeare or Viola, but they still had a good amount of stage time. They were integral to the plot. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there were several roles in there that, you know, really took some time to develop. Mm -hmm. And everyone had, and we talked about this, everyone had very distinct character choices Mm -hmm. for every single role. Now, I think for me, I personally like um, when ensemble characters are like, let's look at Lysander, for example. I just love Lysander. He was so good. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, Lysander. I don't know him personally, but I would like to because he just seems like a funny sweetheart. He's, he's so nice. He's a great human to work with. And I feel like as far as ensemble members, he was one of the standouts for me because like he was comedic in the moment and then he kind of just like recoiled and it was like not distracting where I just feel like certain people like maybe were making choices where I wouldn't have done it, where it's like too distracting and then it pulls my focus away from what's going yeah. on. There um, was some of that going on, especially when there was, um, they had a couple scenes where it was like a tableau of a lot of different, you know, things going on. And you're totally correct. There were some, and maybe that was just kind of like a directorial choice that was happening there, but Mm -hmm. there was so much to look at that, like my attention, like could not hold to what actually was being spoken in the scene because I was looking at all these other people being, you know, like, really exaggerating whatever was happening. And I agree with Lysander that he was, I think he was probably the funniest person in the play. And I mean, the show's a comedy for the most part, but I think he was kind of like one of the funnier people in the play because he didn't try to be funny. Right. Like he took, he let the lines be funny. And I mean, that's the thing I think a lot of the time is things are funny in shows. Yes. Because of how actors present them, but really because of how they're written. You know, you got good writing. Chances are you're going to be funny without needing to overact it. Right. You know? Well, and I also liked, um, I'm looking at her name. Her name is Vanessa Alvarez. Um, Let me see if she played, I believe, the maid. Oh, yeah. I thought she was real good. Yeah. Like every time she was on stage, I loved her comedic timing. I thought she made really strong choices and, and it worked. And, okay, so there were some times where she was like, a little bit extra, mm-hmm. like mainly when she was trying to distract um, whatever the guy is, the suitor. Yes. Eric Brown's character. Yeah. And so when she was trying to distract him, she was being like Wessex. Yeah. She. Oh, yes. Lord Wessex. Lord Wessex. Um, she was kind of extra there. But to be fair, I feel like that's kind of what her character would have done is she was trying to be so dramatic to pull focus from Wessex for what, you know, was going on behind the literal and figurative curtain there. Um, and it worked and it worked. I mean, for the most part, um, 
so yeah, I think she did a good job and I think it made sense when she was being a little bit crazy, but there were some points in times where some of the characters were like, Oh, and I don't know. It was just too distracting. There were certain parts and I was like, what's going on? I, am I supposed to be laughing? There was, there were certain things that yeah. I just was just a little confused by. That, um, that being said, there was some great, I mean, in general, there was yes. great acting there. Um, the guy that played Shakespeare, what was his name? Kyle Dayrit, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, he was good. Yeah. It says he's got credits at Palo Alto players, even city lights, um, pair theater. Okay. So he's a South Bay native. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And he, um, and he has done work with Silicon Valley Shakespeare before. <laughs> By the way, Facebook keeps telling me to go see noises off at the pair. I know. Should we? Uh, maybe. It's in November. No, it's like now. Isn't it now? Is now. I think it's now-ish. But I think we were like, oh, we don't have time to see it because we're seeing a million things this month, which is true. Yeah, I think it was just like not yeah. going to work out. Okay. Well. Um, so I was thinking about another standout for me. Mm-hmm. I think that... Um, Get your finger moving. There you <laughs> go. As far as principles go, <laughs> I really think that the guy who played Shakespeare did a, did a fine job. I loved the how he switches into like the womanly... You know, the little like nursemaid. I thought that was funny yeah, it was and funny. it wasn't overdone. Oh, who's the guy that um, was the other author, the other playwright, Thomas something was the character name. Was he the blonde guy? Yeah, the blonde guy, long blonde hair. I'm assuming it's this guy because. Child, I cannot see that far away. Well, it's like it doesn't look like him, but there's no other person in the cast that. Oh, no, I think it is him. You Miles. Think it's him? Miles Rowland? I think so. Uh, and. Well, what what character does it say he plays? Um, let's see, uh, mm. Marlo. Yeah. Oh, Christopher yes. Marlowe, not Thomas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, famous playwrights. Um, it says he's the the theater manager at Los Altos High School. Oh, well, that's cool. No, yeah. I thought okay, and he was like one of the people that genuinely I think was one of the best actors there, but he had like these bit parts that came on and then he'd be gone for well, and then of course he dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, he really set, like, a strong tone at the beginning of the show, and I really loved him for that. And he really, like, facilitated that scene, I think, where first, you know, Shakespeare is looking at uh, Viola. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that scene would not have been interesting at all without him there. Like the scene at the beginning, like the balcony scene. Oh yes. I did. Yeah, Where I did he's like that. feeding lines and stuff like that. Like I really thought he did an amazing job. And so the set that they had, so this is out at Sanborn County park. And so Silicon Valley Shakespeare does some of their shows out there. They do some, um, at some other outdoor locations. Um, I believe they predominantly do their shows outdoors, but this was at Sanborn County Park. And so it's really beautiful. Like you're out in the middle of the Redwoods there. Um, we came early and so did most of the audience to have a picnic ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just picnic benches. Um, we had Chinese chicken in case anybody's wondering, we had Chinese <laughs> chicken salad, chow mein. And then for three of us, Teresa got 20 egg rolls, like the big king egg roll. And I think we ate a total of six of them. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Um, But it was, it was, it was way too many egg rolls. She much overestimated how many (laughs) egg rolls we were going to ingest. I do recommend though, like if you get there early and like you, it's so beautiful, like bring, bring food and just like hang out. And it's like really, it's really. No. So I, I am, I'm glad we went just, you I mean, just for that, you know, there's obviously, obviously some other. Um, 
reasons why I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this, but um, it ended up it ended up being a beautiful setting. And so then the stage is in front of you, and the stage is actually used for both of their shows that they were doing right now. It was um, King Lear, which we did not get a chance to see, um, but it actually sounded very interesting. It was an all-female production of King Lear. Um, but the stage kind of has to suit both of them. So it's like one level, and then they do have a fairly high second level built up which served as the balcony in this show and for just random reasons people running up and down stairs as well well yeah i was going to talk about like all the production elements now because um okay so standout thing for me i really enjoyed the costumes i thought the costumes were cool um i i'm I'm assuming that it's probably a little bit easier to costume a show like this just because it's very specific time period as opposed to like you know a show that's, you know, kind of a confusing time period or you don't really know which way you should lean. I felt like they mm-hmm. had like something to work with because they knew that this was Shakespeare-esque and so they could kind of pull Shakespeare-esque costumes. So I mm-hmm. thought I thought that was really nice. And the one thing I'll say about the set is beautiful setting, obviously, in the, in the Redwoods. But I, I just felt like having the two shows going on at the same time, I feel like this set was a little bit more leaned into the King Lear um, that that it didn't, it didn't fully make sense to me. Um, and it was a, it was a nice set, but I think that it didn't really, the only thing that the, that they needed was like a stage because they didn't really utilize much of it other than the balcony scene. Um, I felt like there was no huge set pieces that came out or anything like that to like indicate. Just some like tables and stuff. Yeah. I mean, those worked well. And I will say that their set changes that they had were smooth and, you know, Pretty seamless, mm-hmm. except for that one time when the guy. <laughs> the <laughs> curtain was went, just distracting. No, I you will remember say. the guy? It was Shakespeare. He went to take the chair off, and then the top part of the chair just like came it off. It just like, came <laughs> off. <laughs> that sucks for you, dude. <laughs> well, I just I noticed like every time somebody returned, or I'm sorry, not returned, recoiled behind the red. Uh, recoiled is recoiled. the word you chose. <laughs> like you know, like recoiled, like into the curtain. But you that know? recoiled is not the okay. We're gonna go with it. We're gonna fly okay. with this one. But okay. recoiled is like you see a snake and you're like, ah, oh, recoil. Okay, follow me on this journey here. So <laughs> it was anytime somebody recoiled behind the ah. red curtain, <laughs> I felt like it was like this big thing and like. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> we. Can, it was a very dramatic, and they had they had like four four pieces of fabric, one of which was kind of on its way out. And, yeah, and, and like they were like, dun, 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 dun. I need to recoil. Where's the opening? <laughs> and like they sometimes like they would leave it, and the curtain would still be like open like an inch, and then you you it was just like distracting. Like I was like I can't <laughs> There's focus. There's no point on in time where AJ's like, oh, she's getting dressed, and I was like. <laughs> like the mom in me is like, look away, sir. Look away. <laughs> Give her her dignity. <laughs> was that was that when what's her name? Uh, the, the viola was yeah, like she's, changing. She's switcherooing. Um, there was a, <laughs> <laughs> one thing I was very impressed by was the lighting because we were outside oh, yeah. and it went from you know mid kind of like sunset. It was definitely light out still when it started. Yes. getting dusky, but light. And then towards obviously towards Act Two, it was like dark like it was like pitch Mm -hmm. black and so one thing I noticed is every time somebody was even at the furthest or I'm sorry the highest point of the set they were not in the dark which I thought was really kind of nice because Mm -hmm. I was like in an outdoor setting I can imagine it's really hard to design lighting that you know will 
accommodate the whole stage and where the actor is going to stand. I thought that was really cool. So mm-hmm. I definitely think that's award worthy lighting for that, that, um, specific oh, yeah. venue. Well, I think the sound was pretty good too. I could hear yeah. people for the most part. I mean, I always think it, it could be louder, but I mean, they probably, I mean, it's like, you can't really have good acoustics in the forest. So I feel like with the two speakers that they had on the side, that was like enough for like, if you were sitting right in that area, you could hear it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't think you could hear it if you were like right outside or going to the bathroom or something like that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, because okay. the bathroom so was like I across just, the bridge. Okay. So I just like, is this something you think about? Like when you're at theaters, you're like, I'm going to the bathroom. Am I going to still be able to hear what is going on on stage? That was the only comparison I can come up with in my head. Okay. 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 <laughs> learning a lot about you AJ Um, (laughs) they had concessions which was nice we got skittles we did get skittles tasted the rainbow oh my god (laughs) and Sarah judged me for my she was like AJ keeps opening his skittles at the quietest point of the show but he doesn't eat skittles like a normal human people okay he has one hand out cupped like he is a small child and then he (laughs) takes the other one out and he's like and like it's like I don't know getting 20 in his hand and then and then moving on with things but it was and he just was just like actually a part of me made it like made me really happy because I was like oh I know what kind of old man AJ is gonna be it's gonna be okay we're gonna be all right oh my god <laughs> we're gonna be able to be friends when we're old because yeah. I'll already be like oh AJ <laughs> and then his she'll be in her walker and I'll have my hearing aid okay in let's and face it which one of us is gonna have a walker probably not me it won't be me. It would be Tressa. Well, it would be Tressa. Tressa will be our designated she'll, no, she'll walker. Be a cane. She'll be a cane. I feel like she would be. And she's going to be one of those ladies that like hits people with her cane, too. Yeah. Like very slowly. Actually, like, you know what's probably going to happen is she'll be the one with the cane and I'll just grab it and hit people for her. <laughs> it's Because she'll be too scared to hit them. Yeah. She'll be worried about the repercussions. And, the repercussions. But then I'll just like Ugh, throw it back at her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, okay, well, let's get into our rating. Wait, so, no, no. Okay, so oh, there's one other one thing, thing I want to talk about. Okay, please do. Guillermo's hair. We need to, did you ask him? I did, I did. Yeah, I, and know. I, I know, and I want to, so like <laughs> half the show, Guillermo was in it, and Guillermo was awesome in it. Like, he had the best costume, I think, or the best, like, for his character, who was mm-hmm. like this, you know, uppity theater manager that was, you know, money-driven, but also was a fan of the arts, but also, like, kind of took himself too seriously type thing, but in a funny way, like he was, it was a comedic character. It was comedic and he's really funny. Like, I think he is great as a comedic character. He, um, I mean, I get the feeling like, I don't know him super well, but you know, well enough. Um, (laughs) well, you worked with him on Sweeney Todd. I was going to say I played his wife. Mm -hmm. I died in his arms, Mm -hmm. but that was just me. You shared a stage kiss. That was me. Like, um, did we, no, we didn't. I thought you kissed. I don't think so. Oh, no. Like, why am I saying I don't think so? Like, like, I don't think so. I feel like I would remember, but you know, dying in somebody's arms on stage, you're just like shoved into their armpit. It's really, it's really not that awesome. It's, it's really not that awesome. Um, I'm getting flashbacks to when your wig fell off. It's, like, <laughs> it's the pinnacle. Anyways, so I mean, he, I know he can do serious stuff, but he is great at comedic roles, and I'm not sure that he loves them as much, but. He's great. Are you still laughing about my wig over there? <laughs> no, I was looking at the credits. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he's great at comedic roles. But, okay, his hair was hilarious. His, it was. And it I, was like kind of like a longer bowl. Quaffed. 
quaffed, but then he had these weird little like bangs as well. And we just couldn't like, but it looked better than any of the other wigs that were on stage. Okay, so it was a wig. So, so I was, I was like, I think that's his hair. And Tress was like, no, that's not his hair. And I was like, I think it is his hair. So the answer is we were both right. The main part of his hair was his hair straightened out. But the bangs were And he had were clipped on bangs. Okay, because I was going to say, I highly doubt, because I believe that, like, the viola girl was, like, one of the only ones who was wearing wigs besides the queen. I, I, I feel like it would be so random if he had a wig, especially because he has long true. hair. Yeah, and not so, a lot of people had wigs. Yeah, and so that makes sense. So he yeah. clipped on bangs. Okay, wow. But it was so funny, though, <laughs> 10 wasn't it? 10 out of 10. It was, yeah. yeah it, it was, was really like these funny. little... You know, Dora the Explorer, like. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't know if he chose that or if that was like a, the costumer's like choice, but it was it was like some funny physical comedy for sure. It was. It made him look really distinguished. Well, and distinctive from everybody else. Like his mm-hmm. look was really like his character had a look. It was distinctive. It was funny in itself, like before Mm -hmm. he even did anything, although it really did kind of, I think, like color, like the way he came on stage and like Mm -hmm. all of that sort of thing. Because a huge ass cape that he had to haul around everywhere. Um, And he um, I had just seen him like at the bad musical theater thing. So I was like, that has to be his hair because his hair was long. It was getting long. See, I hadn't seen him for a couple months. Yeah, I saw him and I was like, that hair is long. I was like, why would he be wearing a wig? That just makes no sense. But the bangs make sense because that was very, you know. Like you said, distinctive. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Set so yeah, I had crowd. to get that because I was like, "Ooh, I want to tell AJ, but I'm not going to tell him until we get on the podcast." You just wanted to get my live reaction. Live reaction to clip on bangs. <laughs> <laughs> not the first time I've seen clip on bangs. <laughs> it's not your first rodeo. <laughs> it's not my first rodeo. Um, well, I mean, we can get into our ratings just because then yeah. we can talk more in depth about like. Well, go for why it. Why so? Okay, I'm going to give the cast. Starting with cast. Yeah. I'm going to give the cast Out of five stars. a 3.5. We're doing a 0.5. Yes. This I'm, kid. I'm starting, the, I'm starting the 0.5s now because now I feel like I'm like the a-hole who won't, you know, oh. I don't know. Well, um, he said it. It's not <laughs> that I didn't love this cast. I feel like certain people were really good, but I, I just think that you know, there was only a few people that stood out to me. And so I'm going to, for that reason, like I'm not like a full four. So I would give it a 3.5. What about you? I don't, I feel very, I feel very torn on this cast I know because I'm trying to not like some people personally, I just very much dislike. Yeah. And so I'm trying not to let that color, like how I feel about their performance mm-hmm. or and what they know who they are. They do. They're not going to listen to this shit, so they're it doesn't matter. They're not going to listen to it, so. Yeah, they're like, we hate her and all the people she knows, so. Or maybe they will, and then it's just, you know. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not, though. Let's just face it. Let's face um, it. So I'm trying not to let that color, but I will say, I honestly think most people, the people that I loved, they did not loved, like, personally, just, like, loved acting-wise. Yes, I feel like now I'm being confusing. Um <laughs> That they did really, really fantastic. Oh, the drummer. That guy was hilarious. No clue who he is. What drummer? He was um, like a bigger dude. He's in the ensemble. But he would come out. I'm going to get his. And he would just like, he had a lot of like little different hats that he wore, literally and figuratively. Tyler Paranoia. 
<laughs> I love <laughs> that it. That can't be his last name. That's uh, well, crazy. Apparently it is. <laughs> um, so Tyler was hilarious. He'd come out and he had these funny bits that he would do. Oh, I'm sorry. It's they, them. Okay. They, them. Um, Perfect. <laughs> um, but, and like, he wasn't one of the over actors that was really bothering me. Mm-hmm. Cause like he would do it and it would be like the momentary pull focus, but then he would like calm it down so that the rest of the scene could go on. But like his little bits and he had like some reoccurring things with the drum that he would do. were just hilarious. Really funny. And the boat scene, the boat scene you was know, really but... funny. <laughs> he was just like, he, he knew how to be funny and like make his character memorable without pulling focus from what was happening on the scene. And I really appreciated that. Okay. I think I'm going to go with you. I think I'm going to go with a 3.5 as well. Cause there was people that stood out. Yeah, but there, was, I don't... there were some really great people, but then there were some forgettable people. And then there were some supporting people that just, they just did overact a little bit too much at times. Mm-hmm. Um, where... It was distract. There were certain moments that were distracting from mm-hmm. what was going on and I couldn't focus on what I was supposed to be focusing on. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, the the cast was good. I think, I don't know. There I mean, we did go see a straight play. We did. So look at us. We did. Big you know. boy and girl. <laughs> and Robert judged us for calling it a straight play. By the way. Oh well. He said th- it's called a play and a musical. Yeah, but when we talked to Andrew, who writes straight plays, he <laughs> referred to it as, as a, a straight, straight play. play. Yeah. And then had to further confirm it wasn't a musical. <laughs> so it's. I don't think we're the only two people That's in true. the theater world that, cause I feel like if you just say a play, people are still going to be questioning it. Right. Um, who would you want to play in this show? Oh, I, I'd like to be Viola. Okay. So you would like Viola. the Viola. Which one is it? Well, I always think Viola because of like the, of instrument, the instrument, but yeah. I'm like, I don't know if it's Viola or I don't know. I think it's Viola. Cause then I feel like they didn't, cause he then is alluding to writing her in Twelfth Night, which uh, it's Viola. Viola is Night. the lead character then in that play. Okay. So yeah, probably. Okay, um, that would be fun. I don't even know who I would play. Do you, who would you see me playing? Guillermo's character. Hmm. Do you play comedy roles? I haven't really. I'm usually like the awkward guy. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think who's the <laughs> awkward guy in this. <laughs> I feel like maybe you could be the Christopher Marlowe character, like the other playwright. Yes, I could do I that. I feel like, you know, who's kind of like, oh, you bumbling fool. Yes. <laughs> I feel like you could be him. Be mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, oh, he was good. I really liked that guy. I know we already said it, but you did a good job. If he's listening, I you feel did like, great. I feel like I'm going to give my shout outs. My people I'm going <laughs> to remember are the drummer boy. I'm going to remember... Viola, she did great. The nurse did fantastic. Christopher Marlowe did great. Shakespeare was good. Guillermo did a great job. Um, and Lysander. Lysander. <laughs> oh, gosh. He was still Love him. just so funny. Um, and there were just some other people that just did fantastic, too. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so then... What about your venue? Okay, so let's theater. do theater as our next. Okay, so I've given this thought. Okay. I was going to give it a 5. However, oh. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay. Just because... I think the chairs could have been better. We did have cushions, though, that we brought because Tressa said that would be a good idea. Um, 
But other than that, I actually really like this venue. I would be interested to actually see a musical at this venue because I think it would be kind of cool to do like a musical outside. I don't think they do musicals there. No, I know. I just think it would be fun, you yeah. know, to see like maybe maybe like okay, a what musical. Would you want to see there then? Something that's not super extravagant in like a set, like like a uh, like a rent or like something super contemporary like that. Well, like Ashland Shakespeare's doing rent right now. Where's that? Up in Ashland, Oregon. That's like the biggest Shakespeare. Oh, so deal. they're doing rent like it's like yeah. outside. Yeah. See, that I think would be kind of cool, like under the Redwoods, like watching a musical that's very not I don't want to say low budget, but like I mean is like something that doesn't require like these huge set pieces, like not like kinky boots. See, or, I feel like I feel like I would like to see something but that match the setting, like literally sing into the woods. Oh yes. In the woods yes. would be Really cool. Or and you don't even, need a big set you know, for something that either. like Tarzan. But I feel like something that would need a lot of set pieces to make it like a, a cityscape or, you know, something else that didn't fit with that backdrop would be odd. I think that's why it works with the Shakespeare shows is because the backdrop of the trees and the hills and mountains or whatever, you know, is part of the set itself. Like right. I feel like Tina would not have translated no. well there no and you just don't need a lot of like extravagant set pieces for like shakespeare and love so that's why i get it yeah but yeah i i would give this theater another chance just to to see like but i think they only do shakespeare so i don't know we if can I would... go back and see another shakespeare we can do it uh... you can't just keep getting in car accidents to try and get out <laughs> try to get out of the shakespeare, shakespeare. <laughs> um it's hilarious think... too because he's just like my mom told me i should go <laughs> i know <laughs> She kind of, she was like, you know, you should go and have a fun time. And I'm like, oh. I think it was probably wise advice. It was. I No, I did have a fun time. I like hanging out with you and Tressa. So, but um, yeah, so I'm going to give this theater, uh, what did I say? A four? Four and a half. Four and a half. Yes. You're it, like on the half train Yeah, today. I was going to say, it would have been a, like a solid five just because I love the setting. But I think that I would be interested to see like a different style of show here. Okay. Um, I may give it a five. Oh, okay. I really enjoyed it. I really, despite everything, I really enjoyed that theater. I love it. It's like we were almost, we were the second to last row. Great seats. And, we could see everything. And much. we could see everything. And it, I, how many seats do you think there were? Maybe 100, 150? I, I, I put on our voting thing like 100, 150 or whatever. Yeah, I put the one to 300 mm -hmm. thing. Um, it wasn't that many seats. But I feel like Do I you feel like the like stage the two, could have been a little higher or no, because uh, there was there was some moments where some people weren't visible to where we were and we were kind of towards the back. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're because we sat in the center ish section, but there was one section off to the left that I feel might have some obscured views. The sections on the sides definitely, I think, have obscured yeah. views. And then there were like the, um, I just didn't know what they were when we were buying tickets. They were called the king and queen or the royalty, whatever seats. And those were behind us, but they were up on a platform and they were plush seats. Yeah. And they were just that like might be worth plush. the extra like $15 or whatever it was in the future. Yeah. And you're not like, like shoulder to shoulder with somebody yeah. like you have kind of like a They're space just in between folding you. chairs that you're sitting in. Uh, but the ticket prices, like I felt like were reasonable. They weren't too expensive. Yeah. They weren't, you know, super cheap. They were just kind of middle ground. So I feel like they're, it's an accessible show for like the general public, you know? Yes. It, it, the only thing is talking about accessibility. It is a little bit of a track from the parking area just because you have to oh, walk yeah. through like the picnic area, then walk down. There's no, I don't think it's, there's any stairs, but it's, it's just a lot of kind of paved, a, but it's not even. So, yeah, and it's, it's Tress not and even. Tress and her walker are going to have some issues. <laughs> Tress and the walker. <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, I, I think it was a solid 4.5 and you give it a five. I get a five. Cause okay. I really like the chairs didn't really bother me. I could see, I could hear, I had the lighting, like you said, was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. What about production? How are you feeling on that? You go first. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I want to know yours first. Okay, so the production in general, yeah, I'm just taking the cast out of my, out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll give the production. God, I'm like, I'm gonna be like Tristan. I'm torn on it. I'm gonna go three point seven and one eighths, mm-hmm. um, as he would do, having a lot of different fractions in there. Mm-hmm. We're doing great at math, still, guys. <laughs> Solid B minus right now. <laughs> Two weeks into school. Um, that was my favorite answer, by the way, when Tristan did that. Oh yeah, uh, we listened. He wanted to listen to his podcast episode the other day Aww. again, so we listened to it again. He's so gonna cute. be there forever. <laughs> so I mean, I give it under a four, but you know, I don't know, close to it. There were a lot of things about the production that I liked. I liked how they utilized too, like the. Um, like the entire theater space, like they use the like walkways in between the chairs, the aisles. Very often. They used them often. And they used all of, I will say they used all of the set. Sometimes it didn't make sense, mm-hmm. but they did utilize all of it. Um, and again, I think something that just maybe, I don't know if it was the actors or if it was the direction like, I, I think it, the good news is, is it made sense within the scope of what was being presented to us. Like, mm-hmm. like the overacting at times. Yeah. So like it made sense because there were enough people that were kind of doing this, like overly dramatized, like way of saying things or like, you know, if their foot was hurting, they were like hitting their foot and pointing to it. Like we get it. Your foot. Yeah. Foot hurts. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it made sense within the general scope of it. I just don't know that that's, that's something that I loved. Right. But that's just me. So, I mean, I guess on the one hand, like, they committed to something. Right. Well, and this was our first time coming to this specific theater. So, it I don't know if it was just production well, and I've, or... I've seen the... I have seen that a production by that director before, and I... Uh, well, I guess it kind of was, but I, mm-hmm. uh, I saw him do spam a lot and like, that's also just a funny, like farcy, like, well, farcy, that's not the word I meant, like farce. Um, <laughs> it's a Sarahism. It's a Sarahism, but not a great one. Um, like, I don't know, like that one also is kind of like that. So, you know, maybe that's just kind of his, his niche, which is, which is cool. So I'm going to be very similar to you. I'm going to do a 3.5. Um, I, I already kind of talked about how I felt about the set. I felt like it was more geared towards King Lear and I felt like there was moments where it made sense and moments where it didn't. Um, the costumes I loved, the lighting I loved, um, the sound I, I thought was good. There was really no like Can't major hear in the bathroom. Can't hear in the bathroom. I didn't. By the way, I never went to the bathroom. I just want to specify that. So you don't even know. I don't even know. (laughs) I'm I'm spilling falsehoods. Why are you being a liar? I I don't know if you noticed this, and I don't know if this is necessarily a production note, 
But um, anytime, so I don't really know what the backstage situation looks like there. I, I would actually be curious to I find out. I think it's a trailer up the hill. I think it is because I would notice throughout random parts of the the show, like just a bunch of actors like walking up the stairs, and yeah. it was so distracting. Oh, was it? And at okay. least for me, like just because I'm outside and there's nothing going on outside because we're in the forest, and then all of a sudden you just see all these people walking. I was just like. You know, I was having a hard time focusing because I don't normally go to straight plays. And so I was just like, oh, my God, every little thing is, that is somebody distracting. somebody dancing over there? Yes, no, it's somebody every, walking. Every little thing was distracting me. And so I was like, I think it would have been nice to maybe have like a curtain or something. But I know that's not, you know. That's not really Because it was a long realistic. enough way. They had to like schlep up and down a hill. Right. And so as an actor, I think that's something I have no control over. Or, or you know, mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, so I, I would give it a 3.5. I thought that we had good seats, but there were moments where I couldn't see certain things happening because of where we were sitting. So I think if the stage was a little bit higher, it would have been good. I think there's really, what other production element is there that we're like, I feel like we're missing one. I feel like everything else is. I mean, honestly, I know you have some qualms about the set, but I think the set was pretty good. Yeah. Costumes were good. Lighting, sound, directing. The program's nice. Nice, normal-sized program. Nice, normal program. You know, I hate a large program. Exactly. (laughs) Nobody was, like, forcing us to use QR codes because, well, we probably wouldn't have gotten it because we're in the forest and the internet was spotty. Yeah. Yeah, um, And everybody at the concession stand and stuff was was nice and Everyone was really nice. The prop designer for Kinky Boots was there. She... Um, I saw her and um, she recognized me, which is nice. Um, it's well, it's funny I now. I was that recognized. Look at no, me. I just Everybody like, recognizes Tressa. I recognized her, but I wasn't sure if she. Rec- okay, that's another thing, Tressa. I know you're listening. You just know so many <laughs> people, does. and it's it's a little crazy because I feel like everywhere we go, you're just like, oh my god, there's so and so. Oh my god, and I'm like, I don't know how to feel because to me, sometimes I run in the other direction, and Tressa's always like, well, I have to say hi. And then, and then she has to go up and say hi. So I think it's kind of funny. She um, is. She's our lovely social butterfly. What I was going to say was, um, uh, are we playing a game today? Oh, no. no. Okay, no, no game I didn't today. give us a Shakespeare game. Sorry. Um, Do, am I supposed to be planning games for the two of us? No. I figured like that was more of like, an, like a, a friend's thing. No, I just wasn't sure if we were playing okay, a game or no, not. No, sorry. Or if okay. you wanted to humiliate me today with your, with your awesome game skills. <sighs> Not today, sir. <laughs> so we have some exciting things coming up. This week, Sarah and I are going to see Little Mermaid and Matilda. Yeah. Oh, by the way. We'll share the code again. Code again. Code again. <laughs> well, I will five. be able to come see it. Oh, that's what? the T. Oh. Okay. Off the pod? Yep. Off okay. the pod. Off the pod. Okay. Sorry. Triggered. Triggered. <laughs> so for $5 off Matilda, it's MatPod5, M-A-T-P-O-D, the number five, Five dollars off tickets, but we're very excited to go see Little Mermaid and Matilda this week. So keep listening next week. I, we might have both out next week. Honestly. It might be a double podcast week. We'll see. We'll see how we feel because um, then we won't have anything until Hades Town. Or no, I take that back. We're going to see Kiki Boots yeah, at Berkeley Playhouse at the sixteenth. Uh, we will not be having anybody on for that. Um, no, but and then we will also us. see um, Rent at the end of the month, and we're seeing Hades Town. So lots of fun. Um, lots of things this month. Yes. Guys, we got guests. so many fun, exciting things. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you're ever curious what we're up to, let us know and we'll let you know what shows we're seeing so you can get prepped and see the shows too. Yes. And if you have any shows you'd like us to come see, let us know. Because we're still learning about all these theaters. 
Yeah. But you know what? It's actually, I am liking being part of the critics circle now mm-hmm. because like, I feel like I'm, I'm enjoying getting like emails being like, come see our show or, you know, other critics saying, go see this show or know, other critics being like, I hate that theater. I know it's <laughs> funny because the email threads are really interesting. Um, well, what I was going to say was, did you get that email about the, uh, the San Jose stage? Cause, cause I actually oh, yeah. like that theater a lot and I was thinking about going to see that. Uh, um, I did, but, but I it's a didn't play. Reply. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I just, I felt like it was a week where we already had 17 things booked. It probably is. We have too. like two weeks this month where, well, not counting last week. I mean, well, that was last month technically, but we have oh. two weeks this month where we're seeing two shows. I know. It's just, it's like a lot. It's insane. So but I, it's like everybody's doing shows at once. Like I remember I was telling you that. And then like yeah. October is such a weird month. Like there's not a lot going on in October. Um, November is busy. November's busy. December will have plenty of things to see. December will be a crazy month. We're probably going to take one week off anyways, but yeah. Um, okay. So well, let us know if you are in shows and we can tell you if we're already coming to see it. Cause we'd love to see you afterwards. Yes. Uh, and honestly, we love supporting South Bay theater. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're getting our feet wet with straight plays. So let us know. We're trying yep. to, we're trying to become Expand more well-rounded <laughs> adults. Theater critics. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and yeah, we're super excited to be part of the San Francisco Bay Area Theater Critics Circle. So exciting. Wish they had a shorter name. Yes. <laughs> SFBA Theater Critics Circle. That sounds weird. TCC. TCC. Okay. Okay, Sarah, lead us out. All right, guys. Love you all, but see you suckers. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. As always, follow me on Instagram at Broadway with AJ for my reviews of all the shows we attend. And feel free to message us if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss on the podcast. Until next time, this was Broadway with AJ and Sarah. Sarah.